wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. And comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Welcome into the Arrowhead Attic Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And on today's show, we're going to talk about fantasy baseball, of course, with our Fantasy Baseball Minute. We're going to talk about housekeeping Royals news that may have gotten lost in, in uh, the shuffle. And we're also going to preview the bullpen and, and give a, a full breakdown on the upcoming Royal season bullpen-wise. So let's start with our Fantasy Baseball Minute brought to you by our friends over at League Commish. And for today, I want to go off the board a little bit. I want to go Alex Gordon. And I know he's not going to be in the fantasy rankings. He's going to, he's going to be an unranked player. There's too many good outfielders, you say. If you're playing in a deep league, if you're playing in a league where there's a ton of players in it, there's a ton of teams. Injuries and depth are going to be crucial. Because again, in fantasy baseball, you're going to have outfield spots anywhere from three to six. That's usually what I've seen whenever I play fantasy baseball is, is some leagues go three, you know, standard three outfielders. Some leagues go six. And I've seen some that have a couple of utility players as well, not just the normal one utility player. So depth is important. And if a couple guys get injured this, this spring training and they're going to miss the first half of the year. They're going to miss even the first month or two of the year. You're going to want to pick up Alex Gordon. I'll tell you why. If your league at all values defense, he's going to have great defensive numbers. Now, some leagues don't even consider defense, so I understand that. At the plate, though, last year, he started out incredibly hot at the dish. You know, his batting numbers were through the roof, and people thought he turned his, his, his batting you know, skill set around. That's going to happen again this year. And, and I say that because he's always been a, kind of a quick starter at the plate and then he tails off at the end of the year. He did that last year. And also, the Royals' schedule opens up incredibly soft. Their first you know, seven of their first nine series are against losing teams. You know, the best team that they play in that, in that seven, you know, in that, in that group of seven, is the Toronto Blue Jays. And, you know, they're a decent team. They're a young team. But again, they remind me of, you know, that 2013 Royals group who's good. They're going to drop a couple games they shouldn't drop. You can still beat them, you know, pitching-wise if you're a hitter for Alex Gordon's case. So I think Alex Gordon's a guy you might want to keep an eye on if you're you're in a deep league and if your league is going to have to deal with injuries, which every league will. It's just a matter of if the players get hurt or not. So if outfielders get hurt and your team feels like they're dropping like flies, he's a guy who's off the grid, off the board, who will be available in your league. I can almost guarantee he'll be available. Go get them, plug them in for a couple months, ride that hot streak while your guys get healthy, and then you can drop them with no consequences and then go back to your regularly scheduled programming. So that was your Fantasy Baseball Minute brought to you by our friends over at League Commish. I have a quick word from our friends over there at League Commish. What are you doing for the game? A universal question whether you're a casual follower 
the Tweets Everything, the Beginner, the Die Hard, the Stat Nerd, the Smack Talker, the Appetizer Guy that couldn't care less or makes everything into a competition person, we all have our place in the sports world. The same personalities apply to fantasy sports, and League Commission exists to ensure that your fantasy sports experience is the best for you. We match managers to leagues as we lay the foundation for your new fantasy league. It's easy to sign up. With your preferences, you get matched and approved to that match before you have any commitment. So whenever you get in match with somebody, you've got to approve it, and then you'll have to commit. Sign up with League Commish by February 29th and receive 15% off by entering the code Locked On in the referenced by section. So sign up by the February 29th and you'll get 15% off using code Locked On. The first 25 people to sign up by using our code receives their first match free. What are you doing for the game? Find your next fantasy sports league at leaguecommish.com. So let's touch on some Royals housekeeping real quick. Uh, the first bit of news is that Fox Sports Kansas City and the Kansas City Royals have officially agreed to a new TV contract. And yes, it just now happened. So up until now, the Royals were without a TV partner. And this deal by Jeffrey Flanagan was reported for AOB.com. And he's projecting, sources are telling him it'll be between 7 and 8 years. Which is, you know, shorter than the last deal, which I believe was, what, 12 years? So, of course, you know, streaming services and and that you know things of that nature are taking over the TV market and they're kind of scaring away uh, potential buyers. So they want to keep a reasonable contract that they can get out of if streaming really just takes off. So I, I think that the years are explainable. Uh, you know, the money-wise, I think that it's a little bit of an increase, but again, they would have been better off to capitalize after the World Series, but you know, that's not the way the contract broke. So tough luck there for the Royals. Uh, what this means is that you know around eight spring training games will be televised this year. I think that that's the number. Again, this is all in Jeffrey Flanagan's report on MLB.com. He does great work and has for a very long time. If, if you're listening to this podcast, you know who Jeffrey Flanagan is. Uh, so you know I think that they're going to do eight spring training games. They'll do all 162 regular season games for the Royals. So you'll be able to watch Kansas City all year long. Another bit of news is Mike Matheny came out today and said that uh, Alberto Mondesi is on track still to be in that opening day lineup. Uh, Mondesi himself confirmed that as well. So it looks like we're going to have Perez and Mondesi back in the opening day lineup whenever that rolls around on March 23rd or 26th, whenever that is, uh, opening day in Chicago against the White Sox. So before opening day and before the spring training gets going on Friday, you know, spring training games, let's talk about the bullpen. Let's preview the bullpen today. Tomorrow, we'll preview the infield on Thursday, and then on Friday, we'll do outfield and some loose ends to end the week before the first spring training game against the Rangers later on that afternoon. So, for the bullpen, here's my locks, okay? Here's who I think is for sure going to make it. Ian Kennedy, absolutely going to make it. So, that goes without saying. He, he turned into a very solid closer, one of the best in baseball last year. He turned into a very good bullpen arm after being a god-awful starter. Credit to him for, for for not only being a veteran who's willing to do that, who's willing to go to the bullpen and, and, and give up that starting spot, but who's also willing to work at it and, and become a very good bullpen arm, not just, a, not just a, a slop guy you throw out there and try out there the way that the Marlins got stuck with the contract in Wei Yu Cheng. I mean, he was a terrible starter, 
And then he didn't really work out in the bullpen because he just wanted to go out there and, and, and eat up innings and, and do the same thing he was doing as a starter. So Ian Kennedy really worked hard to, you know, rejuvenate his career. And, and you cannot give enough credit to a veteran who's willing to put his head down and work the way Ian Kennedy has. And I think that he's a guy who will be looked at on the trade market this, this, this upcoming season. I mean, again, I've said it almost every episode, it feels like, but the trade market this year will... will never be more vibrant because of how many teams are trying to compete, how many teams are trying to make that playoff push. You look around the division, every division outside the Central has just has only one team that feels like they cannot make the playoffs. The Central has two, you know, the Tigers and the Royals, they feel like they can't make the playoffs. But outside of that, almost every team is going for it. Almost every team. So there's going to be a big trade market this year. And Ian Kennedy's a guy who's going to get some looks. He got some looks last year. Royals didn't get exactly what they wanted for him. They kept him around. Uh, so if he can duplicate what he did last year, he's going to be a guy who's on the move come the trade deadline. My next lock is Stephen Woods Jr. You might not know who that is. Stephen Woods Jr. is the 23-year-old who they picked up in the Rule 5 draft. He comes from Tampa Bay. And again, what that means is if you draft a guy in the Rule 5 draft, they did this at the winter meetings, he has to remain on your now 26-man roster uh, the entire season. The entire season he has to be there except for injury. If you send him down, if you want to forfeit his roster spot and go to the minor leagues, he will be returned to his original team. So in this case, if the Royals want to send him down to Omaha or to Northwest Arkansas or any other minor league team, they would instead be sending him back to Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay can do with him what they want. So he has to stay on the big league club. That's why he's a lock to me. You do not you do not draft the Rule 5 guy on a losing team just to return him you know, before opening day. I mean, that's just not something that you do. He's a lock to me. He'll be in that bullpen. Greg Holland and Trevor Rosenthal are one of the same to me. They're both veterans. They're both locks. And that's because, like I said, the trade market. I mean, if you can get anything out of Greg Holland, anything out of Trevor Rosenthal, if you can get them to turn their careers around and you can get them to perform at the level that they once did, not even the elite level for Greg Holland, just a serviceable bullpen, bullpen arm. He'll get you a prospect back. He'll get you a couple guys back. Same with Trevor Rosenthal. They don't need to be elite. They just need to be serviceable. They just need to be guys who you can throw in that bullpen in the playoffs and can get you out of an inning, can get you out of a jam. I think both guys have that potential. Both guys have that ability. And both guys are going to, I wouldn't say both, but at least one of them are, are going to is going to show out. One of Greg Holland and Trevor Rosenthal is going to work out for the Royals. I really think that. The last lock is Tim Hill. I really like Tim Hill's stuff. I like what he can do out of the bullpen. I like his makeup. I like his pitch, you know, his pitch mix. I like the way that he throws the ball. I think Tim Hill is a guy who is probably your second best reliever. I think that he's right behind Ian Kennedy. So he's a lock to me. So your locks again in the bullpen. Kennedy, Woods Jr., Holland, and Rosenthal. We'll take a quick break and then we'll talk about the possible bullpen arms because there's a lot of spots up for grabs. So the possible bullpen arms. I've got Kyle Zimmer. Jorge Lopez, Richard Lovelady, Kevin McCarthy, Chance Adams, and Jesse Hahn. I think Jesse Hahn's a guy who's going to end up making the bullpen. I think Jesse Hahn, people forget how good he was prior to his injury last year. He was very good. He was a good spring training story. I really like what he can do on the mound. I think he makes it. I think Kyle Zimmer, although he got granted that fourth-year option, which is huge when you're making this decision, when you're deciding which of these borderline guys get a spot, it comes down to who has options and who doesn't. Uh, you know, in, in most cases, if guys are close and one guy has an option, one guy doesn't, 
you're going to pick the guy who doesn't have the, who does not have an option because if he's close enough to make your major league roster, you're not going to want to DFA him. You're not just going to want to give him away for free. So that can really hurt uh, Kyle Zimmer. The fact that he got that fourth year option from MLB due to the fact that he was injured. And again, usually you only have three options, and options are the ability to send players down. Uh, so he expended all three options. The, the Royals did, but they were granted a fourth option due to the injuries, and they can send him down without penalty. If you ex- most of the time, if you exceed three options, you know, getting sent down three times, they are DFA'd, and they are up for grabs for any team in the, in the major leagues. They, they can pick them up, uh, and you just lose the player. Now they can clear waivers, and they can be back in your minor leagues, uh, no questions asked. But they've got to at least clear waivers, and so you know you never really want to put a guy on waivers if you want to keep him around. So anyway. I have Jesse Hahn moving into that lock for me. If I had to predict who's going to be in the bullpen, I'd put Jesse Hahn in there. Uh, Kyle Zimmer, Jorge Lopez, two guys who I presume will be there as well. You know, Jorge Lopez is a guy who couldn't find his way last year out of the pen. Fans are getting a little bit frustrated with him a little bit. I think that he'll he'll have a, a turnaround year this year. He'll have a serviceable year out of the pen this year for the Royals. I really think that Jorge Lopez has the stuff, has the makeup, to be a solid bullpen arm in this league. And I think that he'll prove it this year. Kyle Zimmer, you're, you're not going to want to give up on him yet. You're not going to want to, you know, he finally gets healthy. He finally gets to the point where he could make an impact at the major league level. You're not going to want to you know, send him down and reset that whole process. Uh, as far as Lovelady, Adams, and McCarthy, of these three, I really like McCarthy the best. I think that McCarthy has, has a ton of good stuff. And I think that his ceiling is so much higher than Adams and, and Lovelady. Adams is no more than a stopgap in a bullpen for a year or two. He really can only go for an inning. If he if he goes through a, a lineup more than once, good God, good God. It, it's going to be difficult for him uh, to survive. If he goes longer than an inning most of the time, players can pick up on what he's doing and can just absolutely rock him. So Chance Adams, a guy I think is out the window. Richard Lovelady, cool name, cool guy. I don't know if he's going to fit in this bullpen. I still believe in Kevin McCarthy, though. I still fully believe in him. I could be wrong. That could be stupid of me to believe in Kevin McCarthy. I love what he brings to the table in terms of his pitches. Now, will he execute? We'll see. We'll see on that front. So, again, the locks for me are Kennedy, Woods, Holland, Rosenthal, and Hill. Not a lot of locks. That means that there's a ton of positions up, a uh, ton of spots up for grabs in that bullpen, which is why spring training, which starts on Friday, becomes a lot more interesting. A lot more interesting. So thank you all for listening to the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. Also, it is in the description of this podcast where you should be subscribing and also leaving a five-star iTunes review. If you leave a comment or question in that review, I will read it on the air. Again, I cannot thank you guys enough for listening to this podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to preview the outfield, or the infield tomorrow, and then the outfield on Friday. And then it'll be time for the Royals to play actual baseball games. Can you believe it that we've made it already to real baseball games? So be good and be good to one another, and we'll see you tomorrow in the Locked On Royals podcast.